The following is a sermon that was preached at Faith Lutheran Church in Sharpsburg, Georgia. For more information about our church or to hear past sermons from Faith Lutheran, visit georgiafaith.com. Thank you for listening. How do you show someone that you love them? When I think of acts of love, I think of parents sitting by a child's bed waiting for them to fall asleep. I think of a last-minute phone call made to a friend who drops everything to go and help you. I think of chairs by hospital bedsides that remain filled throughout the night so that the patient isn't there alone. What makes these acts of love so special? Well, the person who did them didn't have to. No one forced them. They wanted to. They went out of their way for the benefit of somebody else. Today in God's Word, we see Jesus performing those same acts of love. We see Jesus going out of his way for the benefit of others, but he's not showing love to neighbors or friends or family. Jesus is going out of his way to show love to those who didn't deserve it. It's high noon in Samaria, the hottest part of the day in the land that most Israelites would have avoided like the plague. There was a feud that was going on between the Samaritans and the Israelites, and that feud had gone back generations, hundreds of years, and had lasted um, generation after generation all the way up to the day that Jesus is going to the well. And in general, the Israelites hated the Samaritans, and the Samaritans hated the Israelites. It was just one of those things. And as it was the middle of the day, most people would have been in the shade, staying out of the the harsh sunlight, waiting until the sun got a little bit lower in the sky to go to the well to draw water. But not Jesus. Jesus goes to a little well outside of town, In the heat of the day, unusually, he is alone. His disciples had gone away to get food. Even more unusual is that he is at a well without a bucket. He has nothing to draw with. So why is he there? Why does he sit on the ground and wait? Well, it's not until the Samaritan woman arrives that it becomes clear that Jesus wasn't at the well to draw water. He was at the well to give water. Whatever the Samaritan woman was was expecting when she saw the man sitting by the well, it wasn't him asking her for a drink. But with that one question, Jesus shows her that she is worth more to him than all of the cultural norms of the Israelites. He didn't care that it was strange to be at a well in the middle of the day, in the middle of the heat, with no bucket. And he didn't care that it was culturally taboo for an Israelite man to not only speak to a Samaritan woman, but even to ask her for a drink. And not just a Samaritan woman, but a woman who had five husbands. And the the man she was living with now wasn't her husband. Jesus wanted to show her that he was going out of his way for her. That no one was forcing him to be there. That he wanted to be there. Jesus wanted to be there to give her something that would quench her thirst more so than any water from the well ever could. Jesus wanted to give her something that would really satisfy, would really fulfill. 
He was there to give her the gospel message. Living in a sinful world can leave us thirsty, can't it? You drive down the road and you see billboard after billboard. You turn on the TV and commercials blare in your face two times louder than any other program you watch. And anything you search online, there is just one ad after another that pops up telling you what you don't have and why you need it, how to lose that weight and keep it off, how to look five years younger and to get rid of all those nasty wrinkles. Books, videos, and podcasts are being produced by the millions to try to teach you and how to give you strategies, how to get rich quick, how to live your best life now, how to become more influential, more disciplined, happier, more healthy. And all of them say they have the silver bullet, that one thing that's going to make a difference this time that nobody else has told you yet. But no matter how many strategies we follow, no matter how many diets that we keep, no matter how many plans we put in place, all those things can just leave us so empty. Just like drinking water doesn't quench your thirst forever, so too following all those things just leaves you wanting more. And if we're not careful, we can find ourselves spending our waking moments pursuing things that will ultimately wear out, die, and decay. When Jesus mentioned water that would never leave anyone thirsty, the woman got really excited. She was like, I, I want some of that water because I don't want to have to keep coming back here every day. But the water Jesus was talking about wasn't physical water, it was spiritual water, something for her soul. But the woman didn't seem to have in her mind that she needed spiritual water. Her mind was focused on getting water from that well. And that's why Jesus told her, go, grab your husband. He wanted her to see that she was thirsty, that she was empty, and that she was looking for satisfaction in something that was sinful. In no amount of relationships, there was no man in the world that was going to fulfill her and keep her satisfied like the gospel was going to keep her satisfied. There was still something missing. And that's why Jesus was there. Jesus was out, went out of his way to give her something that would truly satisfy. Just as Jesus went out of his way for that woman at the well, Jesus has gone out of his way to love you. First and foremost, he went out of his way by leaving his throne in heaven and coming down into the sinful world to be born as a baby. He subjected himself to living as a human, to eating and sleeping and breathing and dying as a human. But he didn't just go out of his way in coming down to earth. Even now, the ascended and risen Lord goes out of his way to preserve his word for you so that the words that were spoken by one Israelite man to one Samaritan woman over 2,000 years ago would reach you here today in Georgia in 2023. And not only that, he continues to give you water that wells up to eternal life. He sends you his Holy Spirit so that you might believe that he is who he says he is, the Messiah, your Savior, the Savior of the world. So let's continue to drink from that water, that water that leads to everlasting life. Let's continue to hear God's word and God's promises because where everything this world has to offer us eventually 
wears out and leaves us empty, God's promises never leave us empty. The gospel message gives our life meaning. Because of the gospel, we can live every day serving others because we don't have to accumulate more and more and more for ourselves because we've been given more than we could possibly imagine. We can say no to those sins that promise satisfaction but in reality just leave us empty. We can live and die, love and grieve in hope because we know that to live is Christ and to die is gain. As soon as Jesus showed this woman her sin, she knew that she wasn't talking to some ordinary guy. The man sitting by the well, she called him a prophet. A prophet is someone who was sent by God to give God's word to God's people. And as a prophet, she had a question for him. She asked, since you've showed me my sin and I need forgiveness, where can I go? Where can I go to worship God? Where can I go to find forgiveness? Because there was still a cultural problem. The Samaritans worshipped on one mountain, and the Israelites worshipped on another mountain. So the question was, where can I go to be with God? I think that's a question that's still asked often today, isn't it? Where can I go to get close with God? Where can I go to be with God? You may have heard it said, I feel close to God when I'm in the woods. Or I feel close to God when I'm on the lake. Or I feel close to God when I'm in my room late at night. Where That's where I can really feel God's presence. The trouble is, is that sin separates us from God. So it's not about location or emotion that, give, that is based on our proximity to God. Um, God's presence is removed from us. We could pray all, we could cry out all day on our own and God would never hear us. We could live our lives full of love and God would never see it. We could make sacrifices all we wanted and God would never pay attention. The only reason that God the Father sees, hears, and pays attention to us at all is because his son went out of his way to love us. Jesus was the one who gave God the worship he desired. God's attention was on him. He says of his son, This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. So what did this son do? Well, this son took sin upon himself and made sure that he got to a place that was far stranger than being by a well in the middle of the day without a bucket. He made sure he got to a cross, that he was nailed to it, that he was surrounded by Roman soldiers, mocked by his fellow Israelites, that he was carrying the weight of sin and suffering the hell that sinners deserved. So which mountain shall we worship on? Where can we go to get close to God? Mount Gerizim, Mount Zion, the woods, the lake, our room? The answer, the place is not the point. The worshipers that God desires worship him in spirit and in truth. In other words, the worshipers that God desires are those who believe in Jesus and have been given the Holy Spirit. The worshipers that God desires are you, believers. Worship of God is not based on ethnicity or location. Everyone, everywhere, 
can worship God as he desires through faith in his Son. After Jesus tells her his true identity, the woman at the well who had gone out of her way to avoid all the people, that's why she was there at the well in the middle of the day. She was avoiding everybody else because she was ashamed of the life that she was living. The woman that had gone out of her way to avoid the people now runs to the people she was avoiding and says, come and see. Come and see the man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? And this woman who was full of shame, John records that because of her testimony, many Samaritans in that town believed, believed that Jesus was their Savior. And Jesus has given us the same gospel message and the same access to God that he gave this woman so we too can go to our world even though we didn't deserve God's love for us. We can go and show the world God's love that in Jesus, everyone has a message that truly satisfies, a message that wells up to eternal life, and that everyone, no matter who they are or what they have done, have access to God in his Son because his Son is the one who went out of his way to love those who didn't deserve it. Amen.